Welcome to That You May Grow Thereby, a work of the Northern Kentucky Church of Christ. We are located at 18 Scott Drive in Florence, Kentucky. Our phone number is 859-371-2095. You can also visit us at www.nkcofc.com. And now, that you may grow thereby. Thank you for listening to That You May Grow Thereby. My name is Greg Littmer, and I'm one of the elders of the Northern Kentucky Church of Christ. And many, many years ago, when I was a very young man and hadn't been preaching very long, I was privileged to meet and study with an extraordinary man. He was young as well, probably in his early 30s, a family man with a pretty wife and a whole basket full of kids. This man was one of the happiest men I have ever met, and at the same time very serious about his spiritual welfare and the spiritual welfare of his entire family. Because of that, we studied the Bible together, me and his whole family. And little bit by little bit, he was moving toward the truth. Step by step, he was throwing off the shackles of denominational error that he had been taught, and every day when the study was over, I thrilled to know that he was one step closer, and I knew in my heart that this man was going to be a tremendous Christian once he obeyed the Lord completely. He was quite an athlete, too, played with his kids all the time, and one day they were playing softball together, and as I understand it, he went back to catch a fly ball, somehow fell, fell, and tore his Achilles tendon. So surgery was required. He had it. All went well. And after a few days in the hospital, our classes were to resume. I'll never forget, it was on a Saturday morning when I got the call. Something had happened. A blood clot had formed in his leg, broken loose, and he was dead, just like that. Could I come to the hospital to be with his wife? Immediately I went there, in shock, I think, and found his wife. Some well-meaning hospital attendant took us to his room, and there was nothing there but a stripped bed. His poor wife went berserk. Where is my husband? Where is my husband? Well, they took us to where he was, and where he was was in the hospital morgue. They rolled him out on a metal table clothed only in a sheet with a rag on his toe and she threw her body across his. I stayed with her until she left his body and by that time additional friends and family had arrived so I was in a position to leave. My friends, I've never felt that way before and as I started to make my way out of that hospital tears welled up in my eyes. A tremendous wave of emotion broke over me and so I found this little chapel that they had there. I cried and cried and cried. I, I couldn't stop. He was such a young man. Everything had been all right, and now he was dead. A whole family left without a father, and most importantly of all, he had almost been a Christian. When I finally left the hospital and went home, I picked up my own infant son, held him close, and cried and cried some more. I was inconsolable and brokenhearted, but I learned to appreciate something that day that has 
helped me to stand in times of difficulty. When our world is in an upheaval, when disaster rises over the tasks that we are trying to perform, when our friends are disheartened and those that we love are suffering, when we are sad or in trouble, those who are Christians need to be reminded that we are never alone. Looking at the 45th Psalm, thousands of years ago the psalmist's world must have been a lot like ours. He must have known about tension, stress, about fear, and about loneliness. Contained in the 46th Psalm are words of strength, support, and encouragement for all of the faithful children of God for all time. Looking at verses 1 through 3, we find, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof. Refuge comes from a word meaning to flee and take shelter, a place to which we run in times of danger. It calls to mind a tower or a fortress. God is the Christian's refuge. We can rely on him as if his power were our own. Sometimes our bodies hurt. Sometimes our spirits weep. And sometimes the only answers we have just don't seem to fit our questions. But God is a very present help. The Hebrew word there literally means is found or has been found. God has proven himself to be a help in trouble. Wars may be raging across the earth and catastrophe may seem imminent, but the Christian is never alone. All can have this refuge and very present help in time of trouble, but only by being a Christian, an obedient, faithful child of God. Looking at verses 4 through 7, we find there is a river, the streams thereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her, and that right early. The heathen raged, the kingdoms moved, he uttered his voice, the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us, the Son of Jacob is our refuge. I want you to know something, my friends. This river is a place of calm security for the Christian in the midst of a mighty rough world. God lives in his holy city and that city cannot be moved. God will help. He never fails. No one else is so true, so solid, so consistent. The most sure foundations of modern science are but as sifting sands before our great ruler. We as people may get busy and noisy and distracted, and we may get thrown off track, but God is unshakable. When we depend upon anything in this world, we will be let down. Have you ever needed to talk and called your best friend and got a busy signal or found no one at home? That won't happen with God. He will be there and he will help. Think about it, my friends. There are now more people on this old earth than ever before. Yet one of society's biggest issues is loneliness. 
The path can appear so uncertain. The struggles can seem to be so many. And the destination can look so obscured that we become afraid. Little discouragements come upon one another and turn into big depression. Minor friction in families turns into doubt and suspicion. People lose their jobs and financial well-being. Insignificant oversights and thoughtless remarks cut us to the core. We become disoriented and can't find solid footing. That is when we need to know that for the Christian, the Lord is there to protect and to comfort us. The Lord of hosts is with us. He is our refuge. Looking now at verses 8 through 11, we find, Come, behold the works of the Lord, what desolations he has made in the earth. He maketh wars to cease unto the end of the earth. He breaketh the bow and cutteth the spear in sunder. He burneth the chariot in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. The psalmist is telling us, Just stop for a minute, hold on for a while, and look at what the Lord has done. Perhaps you remember Psalm 19, verses 1 through 6, where David wrote these words, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Day unto day uttereth speech, and night unto night showeth knowledge. There is no speech nor language where the voice is not heard. Their line has gone out through all the earth and their worlds to the ends of the world. In them hath he set a tabernacle for the sun, which is as a bridegroom coming out of his chamber, and rejoiceth as a strong man to run a race. His going forth is from the end of the heaven, and his circuit unto the ends of it, and there is nothing hid from the heat thereof. Recognizing the magnificent power of God, back in Psalm 46 and verse 10, we find, Be still and know that I am God. Be still means to be relaxed, to be relieved. God is in control. He made it all. He set the universe in motion. He established the laws and forces of nature, and he alone brings it all together to make sense. I'll tell you something, when God fights, he wins, period. He is always in control, even when we are not. So when we lie in bed at night, tossing and turning over some unresolved problem, worrying about something and thinking about all of our responsibilities, it's time to run to God, the refuge and safety of the Christian. Being a Christian does not mean that we won't forget sometimes and panic and run in all directions. It does not mean that there won't be times in our lives when we are hounded by unseen enemies, surrounded by sinister fears, and pursued by biting anxieties. But being a Christian does mean that we will never have to face these things alone. God is our refuge. He is an overflowing river, an unfailing and unshakable source of strength and encouragement. And it does mean that he is in control and that our responsibility is to be still and know that he is God. A Christian can run to him, confide in him, 
He is the Lord of hosts. But where do you go if you're not a Christian? Where do you go when the dark clouds gather and the storms of life are breaking all around you? Where do you turn if you're not a faithful Christian? It is like Peter said to the Lord when Jesus said, Will you also go away? Peter said, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of life. If you're not a faithful child of God, where are you going to go? To whom or what are you going to turn to when life gets rough and pain and suffering rear their ugly heads? David knew where to turn, and it is a place to which only Christians can go and find true comfort. Let's look at Psalm 142, verses 1 through 5. David wrote, I cried unto the Lord with my voice. With my voice unto the Lord did I make my supplication. I poured out my complaint before him. I showed before him my trouble. When my spirit was overwhelmed within me, then thou knewest my path. In the way wherein I walked have they privily laid a snare for me. I looked on my right hand and beheld there was no man that would know me. Refuge failed me. No man cared for my soul. I cried unto thee, O Lord. I said, Thou art my refuge and my portion in the land of the living. My friends, you can have this too. Obey the Lord and be a faithful child of his. Equally important is to remember these points when times are good too, but especially we need them when the outlook is bleak. These words were indeed needed most by those who are in need. If you don't need them now, someone you know does. Look for them. It may be that no one around us knows about our grief and no one around us knows about our sorrow. But rest assured, God does. And if we but come to him, he will be our refuge. Words to think about. Thanks for listening.